Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Want to get smarter about investing? Then tune in to the Capital Ideas podcast from Capital Group, home of American Funds Distributors, Inc., one of the world's leading asset managers. Learn from portfolio managers with decades of experience by listening to the Capital Ideas podcast today. So as, as, we, as we've done for the past few weeks, this episode of Market Mondays is brought to you by Ally Financial. Shout out to our good folks with Ally Financial. They are relentlessly focused on doing it right. So they're doing something really, really special to give everyone a great opportunity to learn how to become a better investor. That's why we're here, right? So we both share in that, ourselves and Ally share in the belief that everyone can and should invest in their future. So Ally is launching their free digital conference on YouTube Live Wednesday, June 23rd, free. All right. So whether you've been investing for years or just opened your first brokerage account, becoming a better investor has something for you. During the conference, speakers will take a look at how to prioritize finances, uh, the rise of retail trading, different ways to analyze stocks and how cryptocurrency has changed the investing landscape forever. Don't miss out on the chance to become a better investor for free, for free. So reserve your spot at ally.com slash digital conference shout out to our good folks at ally yeah shout out to ally they've been good they've been good strategic partner um lule yeah um the the queen yeah she came on sweet and kind yeah yeah she came on and and gave us a legendary episode yeah it's crazy because the talk that we had two or three weeks ago about inflation that's all that was in the news today so i was like it was kind of like all right i'm glad that everybody has a basis of what they're talking about now yeah, I like I like I like the people at Ally. And Ian's actually been a customer at Ally That's for a, fact. a while. That's so a fact. Forever. It's, it's, yeah, you guys know I don't endorse anything. So <laughs> if I put my name behind it, they've been great, you know. So kudos to everybody at Ally. I appreciate you. Yeah. Um, maybe we should do a market Mondays and a little Ally tour just for the people out there. Yeah, we so. pull up, we'll pull up back to Detroit. Yeah, That's easy. Yeah, sure. That's easy. We, we gotta go to yeah. detail. So all right, um, we'll throw it. Oh, actually, before we throw it to Ian, can we read the disclaimer, please? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. So people can uh, please. So they know, you don't, know what they run up on us now. The first thing yourself. they say when they see us in the street, do your research. So you have to. <laughs> They'll keep asking real quick. Is it you nest or you nest? I believe it's. I'll, I'll get the. I'll put it in the yeah, chat. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's, okay. Because I don't want to mess it up. Yeah. But I, I, I botched it like three times on the episode though. Yeah. So number one. This is a message brought to you by the good brothers at Earn Your Leisure and the good brother Ian Dunlap, the master investor. Do your own research. Our content is intended to be used and must be used for informational purposes only. It's very important to do your own analysis before making any investment based on your own personal circumstances. You should take the independent financial advice from a professional in connection with or independently research and verify any information that you find on our show and wish to rely upon, whether for the purpose of making an investment decision or otherwise. Please do your own research and shout out to everybody that pulls over in the street and says that to us. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it, it's, 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 it's UNES, U-N-E-S-T. There we go. That's okay. the one that he was talking about. All right, Ian, the floor is yours. Perfect. I appreciate you guys so much. I'm gonna need some kale chip wrap snacks. Shout out to Cardi B. She's on the, she's on the. She's got like four bags. I need a bag. All right, let me know if you guys can see my screen. 
Yeah, yep, we see it. Get your pen and pad ready. I'm not going to play with you today. Let's get right to it. The 33 secrets that you need to know to be a great investor in the market. Disclaimer, do not copy, remix, reproduce my material without uh, express written permission by me. Um, I love you guys. Don't remix my material because I don't want my lawyer to, you know, do what he has to do. Um, subscribe to my YouTube. Uh, just look up Ian Dunlap and then go to joinredpanda.com for exclusive content. Um, if you want to join the stock club to get the greatest entries and picks on the planet, you can do so. You'll get the four best stocks for your retirement. The best places to get in and out called by me. Additional entries from the algorithm Athena. Uh, the best growth stocks to invest in. The two best places where to get into the market. Uh, 28 bonus picks on a year. A 10-minute daily call from me and some of the greatest gains that you potentially could get hypothetically. Trading has considerable risk. Please uh, consult your advisor. If I've made you some money from Stock Club, uh, put fire in the chat, please. Now, let's not disappoint the Lord. Now, I know some of you asked for a financial blessing in 2021. Put yes in chat if you've executed. If you have not, please stop playing. After uh, Market Mondays, we will have our Stock Club call at 9 p.m. Central. For Red Panda members only, if you want to join, please join Stock Club. June 21st, for those of you that joined last year, uh, who came across me through, uh, through the fellas, you'll have a chance to renew for the same price of $297. Now, for those of you who are like, hey, can I get the same rate? Nope, 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 just for them. Those who joined in March and April, you can join at the same rate. You're locked in, grandfathered in, love you so much. And for those of you that have been with me for years, when it was 20 a month, uh, you're locked in for life, so no worries. June 28th, we will have a stock club flash sale. I am not sure about the price. Um, no, I, I don't, it won't be super cheap. But the value is there. If you don't want me to limit these gains, I can't limit the price because I want less people in and more people in that are going to execute. So June 28th, get ready for that. The S&P 500 and NASDAQ hit all-time highs today. There's nothing else to say, nothing else to teach, nothing else for you to learn. Don't need more books. You don't need to go look at the galaxy and see how Orion lines up with, with uh, Chichen Itza in Mexico. Execute and buy. That's it. The entire thing, you can close out after this. We, do, we don't close out for the views, but <laughs> two tech, S&P 500 or QQQ, IWM, IWF, two index funds and two technology companies. I love Apple and Microsoft because they provide safety. Okay, write that down for those of you who are new, two index and two tech. And the truth is most of you don't want gains. You just want to gamble. And some of you have even gotten off the, the gamble coins that have been out there. But if you want security and safety, this is one of the easiest plans that you can follow. The hardest part about it is most people never follow a plan consistently year after year or week after week when it comes to investing. Um, the top lesson from last week's episodes, kudos to Jorge, who's in Dream Team now because of his win. Um, the formula for explosive gains is this. You need a high amount of shares. And a company that you love or have a deep conviction in. You have to hold it for a long period of time. Luckily for him, it didn't take that long. But you have to hold for a long period of time. And then you need a high volume stock that other people are behind. Please write that down. Because what sucks is when you get into a move and it has a tremendous run. And you don't have that many shares in it.
So these are the seven lessons. Uh, I talked with a brother this past Saturday. Stock club members, you guys will have that in about a week or two. Um, and he made $230,000 on AMC. Lesson number one, super concentration. He only has six stocks in his portfolio. Truth be told, you cannot do an adequate amount of research on 29 assets in your portfolio. You can't. Six maximum four is ideal the fewer companies that you have the deeper you can go into them and understand them a hell of a lot better please put six in chat lesson number two he bought it in august so before the hype kicked in on amc uh, because he works in the music industry and he's a, he's a business owner he goes around to a whole bunch of cities and he was like i remember what it was like prior to COVID." So unless they absolutely go bankrupt and go out of business, I know at some point this stock will, will revive and come up a little bit higher. So he did actual on the ground, old school research and compared the data of how many people went to the movie theaters before. And now that this country is opening back up a little bit to what it could be now. Lesson number three, buy a large quantity of shares once a company has has met your uh, parameters and your expectations you have to buy a large amount of shares to make the investment worth it lesson number four i think he uh started thinking about the position maybe a year prior he's only been in it since august not even a full year but he was willing to hold it a year to see if it would even get to a point where it would break even in his favor one of the biggest mistakes i see a lot of people make you guys want to flip too fast. And it's often because we made bad money decisions prior. So now you want to erase 10 or 18 years worth of mistakes in two years. No. What happens is you'll hold something for a year and it'll take off and it will build your confidence to then follow a system in other areas of your lives. When it comes to money, money is all about systems, automation and having an elite edge and something that other people don't have. Please put Elite Edge in chat. Lesson number five. He used the previous high going back to 2016 of 35 as a potential exit price. He bought in at four. So even if it never shot up to 70, he got in at a good price. And then almost had a multiple of nine. He's risking one to potentially almost make nine on... The investment, is that a good risk to reward ratio? I'll tell you guys, minimum risk one to make five, one to make 10, one to make 25, one to make 50. This is a good risk to reward parameter. Lesson number six, change your mindset from, from working for money to letting your money work from you. If you're always saying, man, I'm tired of working and I'm, I'm tired of having to give all my time in exchange for you once again you have to let the greatest set of entrepreneurs to walk the face of the earth ever work for you are you better than bezos are you better than tim cook are you better than steve jobs when he was living are you better than elon you have to factor these things in and say if you're honestly not better or even in this case do you have better systems infrastructure in place and a edge and your company versus another. If not, you need to invest your assets into those companies in which can win for you. And lesson number seven, you can make trader money from long-term investing if you have a sizable amount of shares. 
everybody want to drag you down the lane of investing and then I trade futures is what I do. I'll arguably bust damn near anybody's ass when it comes to trading, right? Anybody can lose. But the real leverage is to have the money and assets working for you. All the big money is in long-term investing. Here's how you know. You never see anybody that is, has a net worth higher of $50 million talk about actively trading with the exception maybe of Paul Tudor Jones and maybe 65 other people. Type in chat, let the money work for you. If you own the LA Lakers right now, and I've talked about this before, if you owned or if you had the chance to own, shout out to P and Migos album came out. If you had a chance to own quality control, would you own it for one day and trade it or hold it for 10 years? I get so frustrated with people taking you down this aisle of saying we're all trades and you can make more money, but the downside risk, because if you're wrong one time and it skips your stop, then what? We have a parabolic day and we bleed down crazy and the volatility is incredibly high. Your broker may not even be able to answer your phone call. Go ask them if they're free first before you take advice from anybody. You don't got to listen to me because I'm, I'm good. Red Panda, Dream Team, good. Sniper's good. Execute. If I've made you money, put yes in chat. Malls will adjust to becoming mixed-use spaces over the next four years. So you, you know, Forever 21 is dying a slow death in this. I've been a lot of slow singing and flower bringing for some of these retail companies, right? But they will start to use that space as commercial space, office space, and they'll get a lot more creative in some of the things that they'll do. I won't touch on this deep, but Russia has dropped the U.S. dollar. Initially, it was a tax on the election, but we all know in order to win a war, and at the end of Against All Odds, rest in peace, Tupac, rest in peace, Safini, uh, he had a quote. He said, now I have my money right now. I want war. In order to engage in war, you have to have a monetary edge on your competitor. This is why I kept telling you guys, if other assets that we are been, being driven into are not American, what downside risk does that have for us as a country and an economy? I won't tell you my theory on air. I told some of you privately, but if another entity and there's another asset owned by another country becomes the most popular asset to trade and invest in, what would that do to the dollar? And also if electronic vehicles become the standard and then we, we come off the dollar because of oil drops, then what happens to us? Death will be delivered. But everyone loves crypto so much. You have to think deeper. There's a game inside of a game. And if the VIX hits $10.89 this summer, oh baby, we're going to have an aggressive slides. Please start marking off the places in which you need to buy the companies that you love right now. And this is the big secret of all of investing that no one wants to accept. The actions that you've taken over the last three years have gotten you exactly where you are today. That's it. No debate. If talk is cheap, why is, somebody, why is everybody so engaged in debating? Because people want to be seen opposed to being rich and wealthy. You got you here. So if you don't like, like yesterday, 
my review process to get ready for the week was to watch 89 videos that's me already knowing what to do and what my thesis is if you do not like where you are change the action that you take on a daily and weekly basis to get an edge in the market and your business and to have freedom if you like where you are please continue to find ways to add an advantage to what you're currently doing red panda stock market study blueprint i want you to study the top 20 futures every single day study the top 50 stocks based in the u.s market i want you to study the top 51 through 300 after that immediately and then most importantly invest in two index funds and two tech even in downside risk quote-unquote rotation so it was meme stock crypto uh consumer cyclical banking you're not if you're not actively looking at the market eight to ten hours a day you're not even going to be able to see when the rotation begins to happen and marking off your prices in advance to know where to get in and then when your tech is bleeding everyone's telling you well well the hedge funds are now rotating into palladium no the indexes will give you a hedge because you have diversified assets in your portfolio and then when they go back up as they did today you can participate in an upside swing of the market stick to your plan and the higher your execution is the lower your hate and envy for others will be the people that are winning and that are making money no issues you notice all the traders investors that are really good they all get along and then the ones who are not good and the games are not there always a rebel rousing stay focused your execution in these next two or three years will determine how things go for you in 2030 jerry had a great question so do the trades have little to no drawdown when you get in them uh does a good trade almost immediately go in your favor so when i'm trading the futures market I used to have a rule of seven seconds. If it was not in my favor, if I was not in profit, I would look to get out. I've kind of extended that to like 20 seconds maximum. But when you're in a good trade, uh, if you trade an ES today and you're in a sniper group, on average, how long do you need to know before a trade is working in your favor? For me, that 20 second mark will be a great gauge. But when you get into a good trade, you immediately should see some positive profit in your favor. If a trade is staying at break even or slightly negative for a minute to three minutes, I know the trade is not good. That's why I'm so focused on timing, top of year, end of year trading, Monday, Friday trading. You have to know what's- Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Want to get smarter about investing? Then tune in to the Capital Ideas podcast from Capital Group home of American Funds Distributors, Inc., one of the world's leading asset managers. Each week, we bring you stock market outlooks, macroeconomic updates, and investment strategies that can help you succeed. Learn from portfolio managers with decades of experience 
about how they navigate uncertain markets. Prepare to be engaged, enlightened, and entertained by listening to the Capital Ideas podcast today. Cycles which have the most volume, but for me, for sure, uh, when I get to 20 seconds, if I'm not at not in, in a positive, I'm looking to lock in profit and get out with a little bit of profit to prevent from losing or getting out of the trade altogether. Um, how to use Fibonacci tracements for entries. If you want me to do a full tutorial on this here on Market Mondays in the next couple weeks, um, put yes in chat. But I will say, use the time frame that I gave you to look at the stock and draw from top to bottom. And one area that you can get in is off the 20 through six. I wish I can give you our levels in the dream team. I can't, but um, if you want me to do that tutorial for you, I'll, I'll spend an entire episode on that. Um, what's the best way to determine entry and exit prices for stocks? We went over it. Go look at the Mark Cuban episode. I, I swore that I would never talk about the indicator again. So I won't go look at the Mark Cuban episode, but then you can use the 72. You can use the 200, the 50. Um, you can use the 10 EMA. Great. Um, and then also you can use VWAP um for momentum what are your thoughts on crypto being adopted in south america i think it's a potentially innovative way for a government to get a financial edge um my thesis is the same though you should only have one of eight one to eight percent of your net worth in crypto um what's a good entry for mgm stay tuned to the end of the show and then i'll give the entries for mgm and a few others uh, what's a good entry for Baidu and what are your thoughts on it? My thought on it is I don't love Chinese company as a primary asset to invest in. But I'll give you the entry um, towards the end of the show before we wrap up. Um, but I like American companies, in particular, American tech companies uh, more so than Chinese. What should be our second entry point when we're trading futures? This is a great question. So now that the summer is here, the volume is going to be a little bit lighter. And I was talking to P and Dom about this earlier, but you have to then, if the market consolidates, write this down. If the market has less volume or we're more quote unquote range bound, you have to use a shorter target. It's not about another entry. Use your same entry point, but use a different target. That's why I tell you guys, whether the market is going up a ton of points only going up a little bit or going going up somewhere in between you have to have targets according but um you can use vwap as a secondary indicator you can also use a uh, golden cross let's say use a, a 10 or let's say 14 ema pair it with a a 20 or 14 with the 50 if they if it crosses above you can look to go long but it's really about having one target that will work in short conditions one in long conditions and one in mid-range do you read 10Ks when researching the market? Never. Um, for the companies that I love, the, the five companies that I love the most, and I've talked about them ad nauseum here, yes. For everything else, no. Uh, technicals now have become a visual representation of what the fundamentals are. I don't go through the 10K. But just because I don't do it doesn't mean that you shouldn't. So uh, regarding Apple, Microsoft, um, and the three others that I love dearly, I've tried to read every article that I could at least since 2000 about it. So I know the company front to back usually. 
Um, if you have not read a 10K for a company that you love, you probably should. Uh, a few of you had a couple great questions, and kudos to you on Twitter, who asked me about Benner Cycles. Um, it's not enough time today to go over it, but next month I want to go over it for sure. But I will tell everyone here, begin buying every book that you can on Benner Cycles and look at the 20-year cycle more so than any other to see. You will notice something, however, there is a resistance point or an area of like maximum optimism, which is at the top. And then you have a, a bottom layer of maximum pessimism or support at the bottom. And you can see which years and which things begin to turn over or could. Um, and I know people often say that no one knows what the market is going to do or doesn't have a crystal ball. I do. But there have been people who have predicted when things are going to crash years in advance. And I'll show you an example later. How did you know that the price of Tesla and Bitcoin were going to drop in advance? Um, when I say you need to go look at the market every day, once you're looking at the highs and lows, like, so I know for a fact when Tesla normally hits a all time high in normal conditions it's going to drop 50%. That came from me doing the work. It's not something that I read. Then the crystal ball, the spots in which I want to get into the market, I saw how high it was. And I thought this was going to happen six months ago. Remember when I was saying, hey, I think Tesla may drop down to 394 and everybody was like, yo, he don't know, he crazy. It'll never go. And then it took off, right? And I was like, yo, I was wrong. It, it didn't drop. And I'm still pro Tesla, pro Elon. But the people who were saying he doesn't know hadn't invested in it. If you were invested in Tesla pre-2020, it was a hard thing to see. And that's why it was very hard to put more than 10 to 20% of your portfolio into it because the drawdown of 50% was too heavy. So this is experience. So I'm like, okay, they haven't lived through the cycle. The experience of looking would trump any noise that's out in the marketplace and out on social. So when I go through and mark my prices in which I want to buy, and those are the same prices that I give to the stock club, it was an easy correlation to see that the, it could come down to that place. The, the easy answer is just looking eight hours a day at the market. I wish I had an easier way for you. Um, how do you deal with the emotional aspects of trading? Uh, literally just trade a Monday, Thursday, and Friday and stick into eight trades maximum per week. Now, I may practice more than that, but Write this down. Eight trades per week live will give me peace. That's all you need. You guys can debate and do whatever you want to do. I don't care. You can do whatever the hell you want to do. But you have to limit the number of trades that you take and only trade during prime times. Because now, when, when you're bleeding past prime time, the market that was there in 2020 is not there now. Especially in, in a consolidated market, Trading now is really a game of discipline and the men and women that are most disciplined are going to be able to win the most. Um, and I need you to know that silence is a superpower and the second best indicator. Time is the first. So I know some of you want to learn in group format and have accountability buddies and all that. I'm telling you. And I asked a brother today and I, and I asked somebody in stock club. I'm like, I've made some of you a million dollars out of stock club. Have any of you that have made a big amount of money on Stock Club sent me a check for half? 
And the thing with accountability partners is if they cause you to lose half, they're not going to cover your losses. Silence is a superpower because you get to go through more material, review more, and that's the way you're going to end up developing your edge. If your discipline is low, use a higher time frame to trade off of like a four hour chart. But if your discipline is higher and you're only sticking to six to eight trades per week, no matter what, you can lose it, use a lower time frame like the 20 minute. Uh, this is an exclusive 40 second chart or you can use Renko Dream Team. I'll go through how to use Renko, but you know, you already know. And shout out to Jamal who, even though I looked at the time frame before, I'm going to give you credit because you brought it uh, last week. That time frame is fire. What are your thoughts on the inflation story? Um, my main thought is it's the number one reason why people should invest. Everything is getting more expensive. We've seen that throughout history. The value of the dollar drops every year in comparison. You need to put your money into things that are going to make you more money babies while you sleep because things are going to constantly change. And that's why I always tell you, you have to know what your freedom number is, not just for when you're 58 or 63 or 70, but you need to know that number so you have something to work towards every single day. Because when disaster strikes and disaster comes, it's not at the most convenient time. Have you ever noticed financial emergencies come frequently when you have no money? The inflation story won't be important. Just like last year, everyone was like, yo, are we in a V recovery or W or U? None of it matters. Investor them all. I'll tell you the same thing. The inflation story won't matter in two years. But if you put money into the market, it definitely will. Um, we don't want to overtrade, but we want to perfect our edge. How do we consolidate the two approaches? 300 practice trades. When you go live, only eight trades maximum per week. And then you need to know, in order to hit your goal, how many trades do you need for the year? Will there be moments in which you may have a flash crash or you may have an incident like where oil goes negative and you may be able to short it? Yes. Will we have an episode like Brexit or August 24, 2015 that I talk about? Yes. You may want to add some trades there. For those of you that are uh, in the sniper program and dream team, you may want to actively trade the natural gas report and crude report so you get more comfortable trading volatile sessions. That's why I always told everyone, practice the NASDAQ because if all hell breaks loose, the Dow, ES, Russell, EMD, uh, the Nikkei, Japanese Yen will all move in that same kind of speed. You have to practice with that kind of pace first. But regardless of what the desire is once you're trading live, you have to stick to your number of trades for the year. Uh, what are my thoughts on Doge and Shibu? I give prices towards the end of the episode. Um, but here's a site where you can know what people are buying from that I've not talked about before. Write this down. Wallmine.com. Wallmine.com. I have no affiliation with, but I played around on the site for a couple hours and I liked it a lot. Um, NVIDIA is up 167% since the launch of the stock club of last year. So even though AMD is having some issues in terms of supply and a lot of places are having supply chain issues, NVIDIA has done incredibly well. And anybody who's a gamer understands how important, important NVIDIA is to the ecosystem. Um, even with everything that, you know, do you still make mistakes in investing and trading? Absolutely. 
Um, I would argue when investing, no one can ever be right. A hundred percent. If you get in a good trade, you never put on enough size or enough shares. If you are in a negative position, you put on too much. Um, and trading, I mean, there's always hundreds of mistakes because when I, I'm looking at 16 assets in total, I'm always missing a move on something. And consider this, if you trade like a four hour, one hour, let's say 20 minute, 10 minute, and one minute, which one minute is absolutely horrible. So don't use that. At some point on some time frame, I'm, I'm going to miss a move. Now multiply those number of time frames times 16 assets and look at all the possibilities in which I could have missed a move. There's always mistakes that are made. That's why you have to know what your numbers are so you can have some kind of peace and solace in knowing, okay, this is my benchmark. I hit it. Here's where I could have improved. But never, even in 2020, I did fantastic uh, in the stocks that I invested in. I could argue that I probably should have invested. Truth be told, I should have went negative in investing in terms of debt to investment ratio i probably should have borrowed i should have put every dollar that i had into the market and probably borrowed five hundred thousand to put into the market you can you make the assessment about risk parameters i get it but hindsight is always 2020 like you can drive yourself crazy at the things that you missed uh and that's why i always say like i hate that i missed novavax and overstock like i did great on moderna kudos to everybody in stock club who's moderna I'm in Shopify and Tesla early, like, but there are still things that you miss out on. Um, how often do you review your recorded trades once a week, normally on Fridays or Saturdays? You should do the same. What are your thoughts on Intel and Ford? Ford, I don't love the, the electric truck. I think is amazing. I think Intel is probably a third or fourth best player in the space. Um, they've made a tremendous comeback, but most of that comeback is from people missing out on AMD and NVIDIA and um tsm i lost on pbi what do you think about the fundamentals and the technicals uh, i need to know more about this but uh pitney bows um i would tell you this from seeing your comment brother i would stay away from as many message boards telegram discord as possible i would make a watch list from them but i wouldn't tell have anyone else tell me when i should get in you have to be able to do your own fundamental analysis and technicals and make sure they match but but pity bowls for the longest time have been dropping it's not a good company overall to invest in long term and this is the secret as we wrap up um you should invest 50 percent of your money and use the other 50 percent for expenses and let's call this a silver standard level of personal finance 101 but if you want to go super saiyan and go crazy um, you should invest 90% of your money and use the other 10 for expenses. That when that lifestyle creep comes in, I know we all want to look good. We want to look, you know, attractive to the opposite sex and all that. Like, there's a lot of reasons in terms of ego as men uh, why a lot of people invest in depreciating assets or liabilities. But to have the true freedom that you want, once you have a model that works, you should put 90% of your money into it, at least for a couple years and um i posted this in 2017 harry dent has a book called the sale of a lifetime and a great part of this is um 
he has a system based on cycles and all four of the cycles pointed down in 2017 which predicted the 2020 crash i know people always tell you you can't predict the market i've shown here for a year and some change that you can but go look at the assets and the people that and now harry's been wrong on other stuff but you need to look at every source of information if someone is telling you that a crash could come and it's not a reason to get out but also if you know a crash is coming write this down it is an opportunity to buy great companies at super cheap prices when companies in like the S&P and NASDAQ made all-time highs, that's when you need to go look at the prices you'll buy if everything falls apart. Not when it's in a down cycle. It is too intimidating during a cycle, down cycle to do it then. How do you invest in a company like Microsoft that doesn't have deep dips? This is a great question. You need to go look at the weekly chart. Mark off where you would get in. Look at the daily chart. Look at where you would get in. And then if you don't have a move there, go to the four hour. If you're using any combination of EMAs, let's say 200, 150, 72, 20, it's going to drop to one of those spots. I wish I can give you all my, my crystal ball, but I haven't. If you think I should turn a crystal ball into an app, put yes in chat. <laughs> but that's the way you're going to be able to build your positions. And even if you get in off a of four hour and you're looking to hold it for seven years, five years, you'll be golden. Um, remember on episode with Mark Cuban, he said he's only investing in companies with great AI. So Microsoft, Apple, Google, Netflix, those are all examples. I want you to make a watch list of 10. Just Google technology companies with great AI or artificial intelligence, right? Uh, and then you can make a watch list for 10 of the ones that you like the most to invest in for the long term. Cybersecurity will become even more important. And also, if they begin to store uh, DNA on hard drives, as we talked about, uh, the bio warfare and things that could happen poses a considerable threat. So you got to add cyber, C-I-B-R, to your watch list hack. And of course, last year when, when Trap was on, um, he mentioned um, uh, CrowdStrike, which is probably one of the most important in the space, hands down. And Cuban also in the episode stated to read five hours per day. I'm telling you, it is an edge. Some of you have been asking me if I don't like to read and I can't go through five hours, what, what should you do? I will go through 10 chapters a day on Audible. I would definitely do that. And this is the final lesson that I want to teach you. Learning is more important than teaching. Having a monopoly is more important and better than having competition. And systems and automation trumps everything. Systemize your process for how you're going to invest in the market so you can have your edge. And I saw this from John Carlton this weekend, and I thought it was important to point out. Um, and he says, it's a myth that working hard will get you anywhere. It's working smart according to what your creative brain requires that makes magic happen. Life should be enjoyed. Money merely supports that essential premise. And we've talked about the golden rules of retirement, like only working four hours, spending four hours with your friends and spending time with your family, only being around the people and things that you love the most. You have to have systems and automation. So you want to work hard at first to build your automations and to know the systems that you need in place. And then you want to begin to automate them as much 
as possible. I want to say this lastly. I love you dearly. I want to see you succeed. I want to see you win. Investing is easy if you follow a plan such as two index, two tech, and just add to them and don't touch. I would also even say you probably should only look at your portfolio once every three months if you're not disciplined. I keep telling you, a lot of you got tricked into trading and doing more risky things. Does risk have a place? Yes. Only allocate 10% of your capital for anything risky. Put it in chat because I don't want anybody to say I didn't say it. Only 10% of your capital should go into risky assets because what happens is you'll get a win and then you take all of your money out of your long term. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply and you put it all on the risky asset and if any of you have gambled or been to vegas or been at a casino you know you really need to stick to around maybe three three hands at the table and then walk away but some of you are getting in on a fourth and fifth move and then the run is over and then you're destroying your financial future don't do that i want to see you win i love you there is nothing else to teach Execute two index, two tech, buy every month, buy a whole bunch of shares. If you're not a better executive than the people that run these companies, let the greatest CEOs that have ever walked the earth work for you. And if your company isn't better than a company that you're comparing your portfolio to, invest with them. That's it. I love you guys. Over and over. That's it. Love y'all. There you have it. Outstanding. There you have it. Outstanding. You have it. Well, well, we, I think that was like the Steph when he put up like 60 in the three quarters. They wouldn't let him back in the game. Listen, remember when, when Hove went up and uh, did the Funk Master Flex Grammy uh, Family Freestyle? <laughs> Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Been crushing the building since Oz Oz Socks. If y'all enjoyed it, put yes in chat. Love y'all deal. There's nothing else to, to learn. No, no, okay, well. I know some of y'all gonna ask for a book. So let's go, let's go through Charlie, who arguably is better than Warren. Arguably. It's the last book you probably need to read, need to execute. No debating. Because when you turn 68 or 63 and or 49 or 52, and it's time to provide, what kind of you say on a college dropout? Shout out uh, 
be rare. Like that knowledge won't be able to pay the bills and stuff that you you have and uh, be able to take care of the, the family of yours for five, 10, 15, 25 years. Execute, man, that's it. No, that's a fact. Um, please hit the like button. If uh, if you like the content, that's what the like button is for. So please- That, the- that is fire. Y'all better go like that. So, uh, say, the, say the name of it for, for uh, people on audio. It's the Almanac. Oh, Almanac. so yeah, P- Poor Charlie's Almanac. Poor, Char- Poor Charlie's Almanac. Almanac. Um, book tip of the, of the week. Almanac with a K at the end. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, book tip of the week, so. The third edition. A lot of times people ask what book should they read and a lot of times people ask for book tips, so. That's a book tip for Read and then execute. Reading is fundamental. That's a yep. fact. Um, okay, appreciate that. Appreciate that. So um let's let's do this before we go to questions. Yeah. Um, I have some some questions on my myself that I'm sure other people might um be interested in the answers to. So uh yes, yeah, stock market has hit an all-time high. Oh maybe. The Nasdaq, yeah. Uh, well, the Nasdaq and S and P, and S and P five hundred. So, so yeah. So, and the Dow Jones is not far, not far, no, from its all time high. So, pretty much, stock markets at all, all time high right now. Pretty yeah. much, mm-hmm. safe to say. So, um, is I know people is going to be saying like, well, is this the time to sell? That's nope. one question. One question. Is this the time to sell? And, um, do you see a correction coming in before the year is over? A, a strong correction coming. So I'll let both of you, I know you look at charts a lot, Troy. So strong correction. I mean, what's your your charts telling you? I I anticipate a a correction at at any point. Um, Like I said, everything's at all time high. I've had a cautious mindset since being talking to you every day. (laughs) (laughs) And so I I prepared myself before I invest in anything. So I'm I'm always looking for a correction, but I I watched the spare and greed, like Ian said, Um, I'm I'm checking the, the VIX as well. So when he said 10, I'm like, ooh, Right, and that so that was one of the things that I was had in mind. I'm like, what would be a comfortable VIX number? I know, I think we kind of said anything between 15 to 20 would be comfortable. If it gets to 10, be careful. But these are the like the indicators that we're watching, and like you said, the index can be a hedge, right? So if we see that the index is falling, you should be ready, right? You should be ready, and you should know where you're going to exit. I think somebody said that there's there's always a point in, in investing that people should look out for. There's two points actually. When you hear people say, "When should I buy?" When should I buy? When should I buy? The next thing they're going to be asking you is, when should I sell? When should I sell? When people start saying that, you you know something's happening. Ian, what's your what's your thoughts? It should buy a hole for thirty years. For those of you that have been watching since last year, you know the song and dance. For those of you that are new, your homework is to go watch the episodes from last year. Last year was one of the toughest times, and I know hindsight would make you think that it was easy. It was not. Um. Hold for 30 years. Will a pullback happen? Yes. June, July, August, I told you guys last week to go do the homework about the summer since people are back outside partying. Um, I told them, We told them. We told them. They ain't listen. <laughs> June, July, August will pre- present some opportunities to buy long-term. Will we have a huge crash? No. Unless they stop, the Federal Reserve stops printing money, there will be no elongated Great Depression kind of crash. Everyone always focuses on a big short, and Michael Burry is arguably one of the greatest investors of all time. But if you only focus on shorts in comparison to longs, 
you'll probably miss out on quintuple the amount of return that you could have got from that same big short. The big long is not as sexy, but that's where all the money is. Pause, 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 pause. Please, yes. pause, pause. So, Jesus Christ. I, I'm, I'm just being, <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. <laughs> listen. <laughs> A moment so, of silence. Shout out yeah. to New York. So Yo. if you want the eggplant returns, <laughs> no, but I'm just being for real. Like, like yo, yo, I'm gonna short the market and catch the top. That sounds sexy. But he had clients. You have kids to take care of. And also, if you're not putting in eight, 12, 13 hours a day, and anybody who even trades, they'll tell you, like, if you're going against the direction of the market for five or 600%, why? When you can catch more on the upside, like my stance on crypto has not changed. The thing that I do love about the community and Wall Street bets, the diamond hands and whole long-term, like Buffett says, and all the, it's the same concept. Yeah. Hoddle and hold for 30, it's all the, it's a different asset class. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll have a little pullback. And for those of you who get out and sell any of your long-term assets, it'd be a tremendous mistake, but hey. do what you want to do. Big news today, obviously. Uh, I'm sure most people saw it if they didn't. They caught Paul uh, Tudor Jones on CNBC, and he was, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was talking about the Fed meeting on Wednesday and the importance of it. And if there's if they ignore like everything is okay, then this is a sign that we should be investing in tech. His, I've been telling y'all his his prediction is twenty percent increase. I don't. That's that's pretty 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 aggressive. Um, so I, 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 I'm interested to hear your take on it, and then we just open up a discussion. Paul Tudor Jones is the Michael Jordan futures trader, hands <laughs> down. So I would never say anything to go against him. I'm arguably Kobe though. So um, <laughs> <laughs> number eight and twenty-four healthy. With the if I do say say so myself. Notice ain't back in the day, right? I'm just being real. Like, so uh -huh. but if he's telling you tech, if he induces you to do it. Like, you think we're going to get back to writing shit on loose leaf? Like, most people don't even know, kids don't even know how to write in cursive. I don't think, and then also from an inflation standpoint, let's say if we go to six or 7%, the only advantage we will have is FinTech banks and then tech with a considerable edge. I know everybody's like, yo, Apple has no room to run. When you have a trillion dollars, it's a lot of companies you can buy. Mm -hmm. Some of your favorites. Who's to say they won't go snatch up HBO Max or it's a lot of money to play with so um everyone go check out the interview on cnbc stop worrying about inflation yeah stop worrying about short-term horizon people do that for press to sell ads and to get attention like stop falling for the same trick month after month and all this hype uh kudos to prudent mom who i saw in chat says she's been in vti for 10 years hey put in chat how long <laughs> how well mom, you're doing off that just invest for the long term. Like if I am your competitor, which I'm not, I'm your brother, your advocate. But if I was your competitor, I would do everything in my power to make sure that you will stop investing. Yeah. That's so, the trick. So when, so when obviously when they, when, they, when they talk like that and they, they hear inflation, people start thinking, well, if it does happen, well, what type of trades I should be in? And so I'm just thinking from a consumer standpoint, spots like Alibaba make sense to me. Amazon obviously has always made sense to me. Uh, Facebook, all these 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 type of places that you can use as a as a barometer to say, all right, if the inflation happens, all right, this is the next place. You got any other positions that you think would be a nice spot? 
here's a here's a formula, right? Because I'll get into my full formula one day, maybe in a year, because I don't want y'all to copy my answer. You know how y'all do. But um, whatever the inflation number, you need to look for companies that consistently give a multiple of three, whatever that number is. So inflation, if it for me, if inflation goes to 9%, the ones that I'm in are going to print higher than that anyway. So mm -hmm. that's why I tell you, go look at the 20 year. So you want to know everything good and bad under good CEOs. I know if Microsoft loses their CEO and they get a volatile executive as Balmer was, I know they'll probably be flat. They have a great CEO who's calm, collected, great upbringing, upswing is there. Microsoft built the base for a long time. If Tim Cook leaves and let's say Elon becomes CEO, Apple will fall flat. It would do the same thing as Microsoft, but I would hedge and then understand how long I want to build my base. So when that 10 year, when it bumps up, we're good. That's why I keep saying, if Tesla gets a Tim Cook and let's say Elon goes to chairman and they find a Tim Cook, $1,500 price target for Tesla. Because then the street will get behind it. The funds will get behind it. Then now you can't put Tesla in a pension fund right now because <laughs> of the volatility. So the ones that I've proactively been in, Apple, Microsoft, NVIDIA, VGT, MGC, Shopify, the big, the top 10, they're going to take care of that. They're going. But last year was, you know, W recovery and U recovery. And last week or last month it was, Doge, it's always some obstacle in the way. The asset that you're invested in should knock all that shit out. Good asset, you won't. I've never went to sleep and invested in Apple and Microsoft. I'm like, damn, I wonder inflation's gonna take my edge away. <laughs> you don't have a good company if that's the case. So I know you guys want something sexy and something new. The top 10 that have been running the world keep adding to aggressively or do what you wanna do. But if you want results, You'll follow. Um, yeah, and that's something that uh, we all talked about it before. And Josh Brown, I remember he Josh Brown was on. We gotta get him back on. But yeah. uh, mm -hmm. when he was on, he was he was saying that he thought like um, around the summer, stocks is just gonna start taking off. Um, and yeah, a lot of times people was nervous um, when stocks fell, especially the Nasdaq. It fell mm -hmm. uh, pretty substantially. Um, few months ago, all the way up to like a couple of weeks ago. Uh, but you know, stay it wasn't that hard of a fall. Even like yeah. Franklin Donatech that we talked about on episode 70, if you guys haven't seen it, like that's been booming. Like quality stocks are going to rise. It Like people want, and because of crypto and because of trading, people think that a multi-billion dollar company is supposed to print 14% a day. That's not real. Yeah, the Diamond Tech, I had spoke about the Diamond Tech, um, your episode, even before your episode, because mm -hmm. I, I, I was putting the clients in the Diamond Tech fund mm -hmm. for years. And uh, it's one of these things like QQQ, uh, you know, I, I really uh, like, yeah, it's, it's yeah. all the technology companies. So, you know, if we're going to, if we're going to um, invest in the future, you have to invest in, in the tech. So that's not to say to put all, every single investment should be technology, but, you know, I think that it's only common sense that, of course, all of these companies, Google, Microsoft, Apple, they're, they're leaders of the pack and they're gonna continue mm -hmm. to lead. So it's not it's not hard to figure out why it's at all time high right now. 
throw a dart. Not too complicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we spoke about some uh, of these plays, even in, in the tech field. We we we, t- we just spoke about Salesforce, and you know, a few months ago it was at two hundred seven. Right now it's at two two forty six. Two forty six. Right. We've been speaking about it for six months already. Same thing with Microsoft. I mean, we've been saying these plays, and it's just like if you wanted to know in, go back and listen. You like, notice how like record labels have rollouts, and then like <laughs> so Migos came out number one. Congrats to them. Coach then three. In, what three months? Little baby come out. P's gonna profit on both. Just do the same thing in portfolio. It's not rocket science, but when you have forty three things in your portfolio, it becomes really hard to manage. The same thing as having kids. Like if you have nine kids, you never have control of your life. Kudos to my parents for more than one because I'm tired all the time with one. Hey Xander, go to bed. Um, <laughs> But man, if you just have a few that are concentrated and you know what the edge is, I can make the argument and some may argue it down. Arguably Apple and Microsoft in the tech space without them, other apps can't even function. Okay, let's say like, okay, let's say all y'all hop on Tinder. Apple goes out of business. How are you hooking up? How are you getting your food delivered through DoorDash and Instacart? They are the ecosystem. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, who actually brought that up. They had the CEO of Snapchat on and um, they were questioned about the 30% fee. And he was like, I'll gladly play it. I'll pay more. It's a great gig to pay. We, we it's for a, exposure. Exactly. We don't, our company doesn't exist without Apple. And so whatever the, the, the fee is, I'm going to pay it and pay it proudly every month, yeah. every day, if I have to. But that's why I like chip stocks too. Cause you can make the same analogy with chips. Mm-hmm. Nothing is moving without computer chips. When it was especially short, right microwaves, now. cars, everything, everything we use it right now. This camera, everything. the computer, yeah. the microphone, the whole, uh, the whole world, everything. Yeah. yeah, everything is moving with computer chips. So when there was a shortage of chips, mm-hmm. and that's why when the um Senate they pat did they pass that bill right? Uh, it's, it passed it's, the it's, House. It's, I think it's, 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 it's way it's on its way to the Senate. Yeah, it's on its way. Um how much like 40 billion something like that it was it was a lot substantial amount um that's gonna be big yeah i mean you know chips chip stocks to me it, it makes sense not rap snack chips shout out to them <laughs> shout out to rap snacks though but uh it's <laughs> like plug yeah, yeah, yeah chip stocks they, you know they make a lot of sense to me so a lot of times you don't, you don't necessarily have to be a stock market genius to kind of figure these things yeah. out it's like what are we using every single day mm-hmm. and what are those companies? And then what what makes those companies run? Yeah, and I, I did it's the, that. It's the ancillary. I was, I was yeah. so I, I started doing the research on all of them. So like obviously applied materials and even Qualcomm, they had news today. I'm not sure. Did you hear about that, Ian? Uh, mm-hmm. So NVIDIA is still fighting to get that arms deal across. And if it, it, it gets canned, uh, they, they're saying that Qualcomm might be the next uh, semiconductor to actually pick up arm. And so I'm studying that, then I'm studying applied materials, I'm like, I'm just gonna put more money in the SMH. Like this is this is too much. Like I'm just gonna play the safe route and have all of them um, just at a smaller allocation. But I wanna go back to something that you said in discipline and I'm gonna remind everybody because I actually had a small allocation um, in the options contract that expired on me. And I was like, oh my gosh, I had been doing so much I forgot. So witching is this week, quadruple witching. So June witching, obviously option contracts and future contracts will be expiring on Friday. So please look at your portfolios Please make sure that you are out of your positions before they expire. Please do that. I'm telling you because it happened. It, it didn't kill me. It was a small allocation. It was actually a hedge on an inverted uh, index, but it expired. And now I had nothing I got to do. So please stay disciplined. Please make sure that you look at your portfolio. 
And if the market tends to go up on Mondays and Fridays and Tuesday and Wednesdays, the market normally drops. The days that you guys should be looking to get out is what day? That's why top of the year, I was talking to P and Dom earlier, like, yo, the, even the futures market is lighter. People are outside. Like, so there's not as many people inside, not as many people trading. The volume is still high, but not like last year. That's why the top of the year and end of the year matter the most in trading. The first quarter and last quarter matter the most. The middle times suck the most. Same thing as like trading top of day, end of day, staying away from the middle. You have to, and that's why I always tell you guys number of trades matter because by the time June comes, if you're a trader, you should have hit 50 to 80% of your goal for the year. Then you can clean up fourth quarter, Christmas rally, be off to the races. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Can we go to uh, questions? Some questions? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Uh, I'm gonna say this is Stefan. I'm gonna say Stefan. If I dropped 81, let me know. MGM, I'll, I'll give the price so you guys impress me for it. But yeah, they're, gonna, they're gonna hound you about the doge, don't forget. <laughs> and I know. Uh, Stefan, what's going on? Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on? Yo, can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah did I get it right? Stefan, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right, perfect, man. Perfect. I, I appreciate you guys. How you guys doing? We good, hey, man. Good, good. Um, Egan, I got a question for you. Um, I talked to you a little while, some months back, and you mentioned scouring through the Russell 2000 for stocks. Mm. So I've done that a few times. Um, and I just had a question, though. Um, so I'm going through, and for some of them, the charts look good, but the capital isn't necessarily that great. Is there like a, uh, what am I trying to say, like a threshold amount I should look for to determine whether or not it's good? Like if I'm looking at market cap or anything like that, uh, I just don't know how to tell when I do that. I mean, like anything that's less than a billion, I try to stay away from unless you have informational edge, but you can tell me which ones you're looking at, and I can tell you real quick price and if I think it's good or not. Okay, I can go through a few that I just stumbled upon today um, that I wasn't sure of. There are, so I looked at one is um, APLS. Yeah, it's good. Um, good acquisition price is like 24.54. Okay. Um, it's a and, risky investment though, but, but yeah. Okay. Um, I got one more on here, um, and I'll I'll um, I'll try and get the rest to you later. It's a lot. I'm just trying to go through it and just uh, pick everything out. But another one is DNLI. Um, solid. You got to wait till like twenty seven fifty nine though. Okay. Highest I would touch it is forty seven sixteen. You got to wait for a significant pullback. Okay. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, I just wanted to be sure as I'm going through all these things. Um, you told us that a while back, so I've been going through everything like crazy. Um, I appreciate so yeah, you. That was, yeah, that was it. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Appreciate Thank you. you. Steph, where you from, man? Oh, Bay Area. Uh, I'm out of Richmond. Ah, Bay Area. Come to the Bay. Appreciate you, bro. Yep. All, right. all right. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Hey, the Bay, the Bay is representing at a different level. Every time we go somewhere, somebody's from the Bay, like, y'all need to come. We coming to yeah, the Bay. Yeah, a lot of love. Yo, you got to come to the area. I'm like, okay. A lot of love out there, man. Shout out to the Bay, man. Kivo, we coming to you. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on? What's going on, bro? How you think, How you good? Feeling? Yeah, um, I wanted to holler at Ian, or maybe even y'all can touch in on the, I'm, I'm focusing on the energy sector. 
I'm want to know um, what's your take on uranium and the um, significance that it could hold in the near future? Uh, you said uranium? Yeah. All right, man, I'm going to be honest with you. I have no answer for you right now. Well, next week, I will give you it's not something that I've been looking at actively. So I want to get on here and cap like I have been. But <laughs> next week, I'll, I'll have a take for you. But the energy sector has been booming the last year for sure. But I'll come back with a more thorough answer for you. Yeah, I, I actually have Kiva, I have a, a small allocation in uh, XLE. And so I was trying to pick out uh, all these energy companies. I said, let me just play it safe. I did the research on that, so the performance. Um, and so if you look at the chart on XLE, man, again, the- Can you tell them what XLE is? So it's the Spires Fund's uh, energy sector ETF. And so if you, I'm gonna tell you if over the past six months to eight months, we were down at 29, 27, 71. Uh, today it closed at 55, 14. And so yeah. again, a lot of times when we're trying to research these companies, man, and this is one of the things that Shadi is always telling us, look, go with the, the safest route, man. Choose an index or an ETF that, that has them and, and you, you're better off. And so I have a small allocation in XLE. It's done pretty well. Um, and so that's my two cents on it. And, and when he says, just to give a further um, education for people that might not be familiar with the, with the lingo, Spider, that's the S&P 500. So when we talk about the S&P 500, 500 companies, like a microcosm of the stock market. Um, and in, in that you have different ETFs, which we talked about what an ETF is before, which is like even a smaller version of that, which is like maybe 20 or 30 different stocks, but it's specific. So you have a lot of the X's. So you hear us talking about a lot of the X's a lot. So XLK is the technology ETF of mm -hmm. the S&P 500. XLY is the consumer discretionary ETF of mm -hmm. the S&P 500. XLE, is the energy mm -hmm. ETF of the S&P 500. XLF is the financial. Financials, yeah. Um, keep, keep going. So, <laughs> so yeah, so you can, you can um, as Trav says, you break that brick down to dimes. So um, if you, you know, the, you can invest in the S&P 500. And then if you wanna like, you know, sub invest within inside of the S&P 500 and only invest in the financial companies in the S&P 500, then you do XLF. If you only wanna invest in the technology companies inside of S&P 500, then you do XLK. So yeah. that's another investment. Well, biotech is XBI. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so they, there you have it for that. Trap just actually texted us. Did he? Yeah, he uh -huh. just said it just now. My, uh, the main reason for me to even Tap into the uranium thing. There was this this big push on this electric thing that's going on with the government and everything. I just uranium pointing in the direction of uranium. Yeah, you you kind of broke up a little bit, but I think we heard you as far as the um yeah, but um. Like I said, we haven't really done too much research on that, but it's good that you actually are doing the research on it and looking into the news and then looking to see what makes sense from that news report. Right. That's something I was actually talking about. I think it was Kenny Burns today, shout out to him, where like once you start investing, you start to look at things differently. So even, mm -hmm. you know, um, going to a kid's birthday party last week, most of the people, probably 99% of the people in the kid's birthday party are just thinking about getting home or, you know, not spilling, you know, ketchup on their shirt. But me as an investor, I'm seeing that this place is packed. So that lets me know that those kind of stocks, like we talked about David and Buster's mm -hmm. things of that nature, Disney, um, yeah, that might be good investment. So 
everywhere you go, you start to look at things like, oh, this is actually who owns this company or who's behind this sector. And it really opens up even on the real estate side. Like, you know, you drive past the neighborhood and we talked about it before. Like I remember on the school bus, you always, there's always like one house on the block with like the grass is like eight feet tall and it's, it's like, it's not taken care of. So most of the time we just think like, those are just people that just don't care about their property. But now as an investor, you might, that might be a distressed homeowner or that might be a homeowner that actually doesn't live there anymore. That might, they might live in Florida, but still own that house. So what does that mean? That means that you might be able to get that property for a lot cheaper because yeah. they might be under financial pressure or they might not be there or it might've been inherited to them and they mm -hmm. can't, they can't um, maintain the property correctly. So the whole, your whole vision changes once you become an investor because you start to look at everything as an investment opportunity. Yeah, one rabbit hole leads to the next. And every time you dig in the rabbit hole, you're gonna find some more information that's just gonna lead you to something that, that's pretty substantial. So shout out to you. Thanks, I appreciate you. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna dive in deep, but great job for stuff. I've been stumped in a while, so great job. Uh, this is a new name. Uh, Velda, we coming to you. Unmute yourself, you've been unmuted, what's going on? Hello. Oh, I, I wasn't hey, saying nothing about you, Velda. I was saying hey. that's a beautiful name. Thank you. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. But I'm getting frustrated with um, not making positive trades and trying to um, understand um, options. I lost like six hundred and fifty. Three dollars an option. Oh, you almost. I, I, thought, I, you, was, I thought she was going to say six hundred fifty. Oh, I thought she was going to say six hundred fifty-three thousand. I was about to go crazy. I thought you yeah. said six hundred fifty-three thousand. Oh man. Okay, Velda. Okay. Okay. Keep going. And um, basically, it. That's it. I don't know where to go for help, and I study, and it's just not making sense with the options for me. What are you invested in in terms of the option? I did um, FedEx and M-O-M-N. I think that's what it was. Okay. And you're and down I on both? On M-O-M-N. Um, I lost everything. Um, it's one of the reasons why I tell everyone they should long-term invest first because the desire for quick gains, like... When you're trading, you have to consider the timing of it and then the level of competition that you have. I know you may be trying to make up for lost time. Um, if you can shoot short your information, I'll put you in Stock Club for free and offset some of those losses and, and kind of guide you on a long-term investing because I don't want you to risk uh, what money you have. Um, okay. Trading. So um, where would I find... Troy's. Um, you know what I'm gonna do? Janice here right now. She's taking your name right now. We're gonna take Janice care of you. All right. Yeah, All right. We're gonna take care Thank of you, Velda. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Janice got a plan. You know what to do. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate yeah, it. And, and I know trading is sexy and I, I get it. Trust me. And man, when I when, when I first got introduced to investing, I was I felt the same way. I'm like, why would I only want to get 8% when I can get 150. What people don't tell you, you have to go look at the probabilities. Like if you ever get the time to talk to someone who's worked in the industry 
and maybe like even when Josh Brown comes back on, shout out Josh, and maybe we can get them on and say from the history of investing, how many people have won in these different asset classes and then in the ways in which you can trade, you would be surprised. Like only 10 to 15% of people win in futures, eight to 10% people win in options. Man, like you have to know, that's why I'm so big. Like you have to practice and know in every situation what the outcome is gonna be. And if you don't have those trades in, there's no way you're gonna, you're truly gonna know. So, and I know some of you are like, oh, he hating me. I want you to get the back. But I've talked to some people like that are down 400,000. So when she almost said 600, I was like, oh man, I was that's why we almost, you know, and, and that's why I say like with quality companies and everyone's always worried about a pullback, like, damn, well, I'm in this. What if it drops? I'm like, yeah, but if you add to that position and add size, you can hit, I've known people that have hit six figures off of stocks that only go up 20 or 40 bucks in a year. You have to please go map out the prices of the stocks that you want. And then also, if you're going to trade, you should be trading the ones that you're also long-term invested in because then you know uh, the rhyme and rhythm to those individual assets as well. Perfect, perfect. Corey, Corey Robinson, what's going on? You've been unmuted. Unmute yourself. What's good, boys? What's good, boys? Like, Everything's good, me? man. I hear you perfect picture. Perfect. Congratulations, perfect, perfect. man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. Uh just want to thank you boys for everything that y'all do. Uh got a quick question for Ian. So I was deep diving your IG this weekend. I and I came you. across appreciate it, bro. Came across a play where you were talking about uh, an investment? overnight play. It was a play for futures. So okay. it was an overnight, overnight play. Um, you're talking about. Same thing you talked about today, Mondays and Fridays. You know, we got our biggest chance of the market going up. You were saying placing a trade on the Thursday night and let it ride until the open. You dug back deep. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> you went back up years. Good job. Yeah, 2018, bro. I was in there. Yeah. You want to break it down for you? Yes, sir. You got to pick an asset um, that you know has constant movement in one direction. So let's say ES because it's the slowest of all indexes. And if you see that it drops down to, let me just pull up the chart. So hypothetically, if I'm looking at ES and let's say it was Thursday night, if the ES was at 4,224, hypothetically, and I was to buy there, if I know that the previous week's high was where it is now, 4,253, Mm -hmm. I will buy at that low and then let it run because what normally happens is like the five o'clock session to hit, you have some volume for hour, then we'll wait for the London session. Hopefully the London session will push it up. You have a drop right before the American open and then right at the American open. So hopefully through those three sessions, you could have got in from 4224 and maybe hit 40 or 50 points. And then if you're, let's say you're doing 12 contracts, let's say you go for let's just say 120 ticks uh, with 12 contracts, that'd be $18,000 hypothetically. So don't want, once you get into the move, after you locked in profit, you have to let it run. Don't touch it, go practice it. But yeah, it's one of the secrets that I like. You can also do the same thing from Sunday to Monday. Um, if you buy in on Monday, we have a steady moving market to the upside or downside. Yeah, if we have a good crash, you can follow the same trend for like almost a 24 hour cycle. 
and for those of you doing futures, that will count as intraday margin. It won't be a technically a swing trade. That's a bar. Yeah, you have. <laughs> appreciate you. Appreciate shout, you, Corey. Shout out to my boy, Ken. Appreciate you. Shout out to my boy, Ken in Detroit. He just sent 300 to uh, get the Velda. So I believe she said she lost $600, yeah. right? Yeah, 650 yeah. So, So what we'll do is we'll match that and then we'll send her what Ken she lost. Yeah. Well, um, so Janet, if you can get her, if you can get her, um, her cash app, me and Troy, um, we'll send her that and then my boy Ken. And so, you know, we all make mistakes in life. So yeah. got off to a little rocky start uh, with uh, trading. So hopefully, you know, yeah. learned the lesson, we'll reimburse. So you'll be, you'll be made whole on that. Yeah. And, um, and get back in the game. And learn, That's but learn. Yeah, yeah. Thank you everyone. You're oh, you still on. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you. That's love. We got to take oh. care of each other. We got you, Velda. Yeah. Just pop back out of nowhere. Shout yeah. out to her. Yeah. Hey, hey, real quick. I'm going to uh, just do the earnings report really quickly. We got a, a few stocks that we, uh, companies that we've talked about, obviously, on Market Mondays. And so Linnea will be reporting on Wednesday. Shout out to the industrial sector. Uh, Kroger, Kroger uh, the largest uh, chain, uh, food chain in the country will be reporting Thursday in Adobe. You've been following Adobe, Ian? All-time mm -hmm. highs, mm -hmm. all-time highs. Adobe's on the run, and you know what else is on the run? I remember maybe a year ago, maybe probably a year ago, we were talking about Adobe, but we were also talking about this other company that that uh, people would use called DocuSign. Mm -hmm. They are on a, a tear as well. So that is our quick uh, rundown of the earnings that we will be uh, definitely watching for this week. Yeah, those are some quiet companies. DocuSign is amazing. Adobe, like you said, hit that all-time high. But for those of you who don't know, it's at 556 right now. <sighs> telling you, tech space. Ooh. And there are some quiet killers in there that most people don't, and Adobe's one of them. If you look last year, the low of it was like 257. Power of long-term investing, though. If you go back five years, it was at 94 bucks. So divide 556, divided by 94. Tell me what the multiple is. That's easier than trading. And also making money, like we've all been in good trade and to all my traders, even if you're not a red panda, like, let me know this. Have you ever been in a trade with a stock and you go back and look three years ago and you're like, damn, if I would've just held that, I'd probably up 600%. The time part is like the key. So yeah, Adobe is absolutely amazing. All right, we got a, we got a question that was sent in uh, from Stacy Tyler. Uh, she said, how do you determine the proper exit for a stock? Um, I'm interested to know that, uh, especially on the downside. Sometimes we go negative on a position and we're like, ah, oh, when do we get out? So I'll just put that out there for everyone, I guess. Truth yeah. be told, if you have a good one, you shouldn't. You don't think if Def Jam could have still had hope in the contract, they'll still have in the contract? It's the same thing. Like, And it's not the answer people want to hear. They want to hear at 300% above or this line. But, okay, let me ask everyone a question. You put yes or no in chat. Take any company that you love in your portfolio right now. Do you wish that you had it 10 years ago? That's a true test. That's a true test. Man, when Art told me to get Bank of America, he got City at 99 cent, 2008. He called me. Now, Art Rich. Tom, you know, now nah, I have bunny ears, but could have used more. Yo, buy this, I'm buying it. Didn't do it. Call me like, yo, I'm about to get out of these. Uh, I was like, hey man, uh, see what had happened was, 
go back and look team. That's a real test. Only, and this is the thing why I push this. I want us as a community to stop looking to flip because if we really want generational wealth, we have to stop holding businesses and have to stop holding stock for a short period of time because we have to hold these things for at least one generation to actually have generational wealth. That's it. I wish I would have had Apple in 2001 when I was walking around IU and everybody in Jersey and New York had an iPad like it was a Rockefeller chain. Didn't know. I was like, damn, y'all got the iPad? Y'all balling. Damn. Jeez, y'all family got money in Parsippany. <laughs> right? Hold for long term. It's not the sexy answer. It's not the thing that's going to go viral. But in 10 years when you see me and you're like, hey, I haven't had to work in three years. And you, you guys heard the, that was on the stock club call, heard the joy in Jorge's voice when he made 280 grand. That's in one year. Now imagine if that thing multiplies over five years at 5X, how smooth life would be for him and his family. Hold these for a long term. If you're looking to get out, it's usually a shitty company. That's a fact. Shout out to EY University. You guys are asking very good questions today. Um, yeah, they on point. Too many yeah. good ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Let's go to this. This is a new name, too. Uh, Shane, we coming to you. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on? How we doing, guys? Can you hear me? Hey, you perfectly. You? Perfect. Um, so my question is, we are just getting started. Both me and my wife are joining the platform. And the way that we're structuring our investments is, we have an existing business and I take my profit sharing allocation quarterly and just invest large chunks of money at a time. Um, so it's not as much consistency. Would you guys recommend getting into the same positions over and over again on that quarterly profit sharing allocation to kind of build, build a larger position or would you recommend exploring different opportunities each quarter? What are you invested in currently in the stock market? Currently, a little bit of crypto, um, Netflix, uh, Alphabet, just, you know, ETF, like uh, ETFs on like Stash, not really anything. We just opened up the TD Ameritrade, so not much at this time. Okay. You know, you have the ones you named are good. Um, as long as you're not liking come rocking in crypto, you'll be fine. Like, as long as it's not the bo bottom top, I mean, bottom 40% you'll be fine. Um, Alphabet, incredible, yes. Um, for all business owners, I tell you, like you, if you're doing it on a quarterly, you can put a pending order there and then just do whatever size. But the great thing about the profit sharing, if you're taking that money and then putting it back into companies that are better than yours, you're doing a great thing, you just need more size. But if you can size up and get a few thousand shares a year, mm -hmm. man, it's worth it, absolutely. Awesome. Thanks for the information, Ian. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I would, I agree with Ian. I would say just pick sol solid companies if you're gonna do a quarterly, and just keep investing in them, right? Like if, if Apple's a, a company you believe in, keep investing in quarterly. Um, that's that's more. You've already got the discipline. Absolutely. Right, you got yeah. the discipline first. Now the action is gonna take place. So that's something that most people don't have. They don't have a plan. They just like, all right, I'm gonna do it today. I'm gonna do it tomorrow. Three weeks. Oh, it didn't work. All right, and they forget about it. But you already got the discipline. And the strategy now the action just finding the companies that's i mean that's the last step but you you continuously put it in quarterly five mm -hmm. ten years 20 years 
You'll be good. And, and, and the more money you have, the safer investments you need. So if you invest in 10,000 a quarter, if you get to a place where you invest in 100,000 a quarter, you don't want anything that's going to draw down 45%. Doesn't gotcha. matter how much money you have. You see something go down 40%, you're going to be like, oh, you can't even think straight. Of that's course. why I always tell you guys, like when things are at an all time high, now is when you need to plan. If the market drops, these are the prices in which I'm going to buy. Because when you're in the middle of the storm, it's too hard to. Um, but the, the and everyone writes this down, the more money you have, the safer the investment that you need to be in. Because if you lose 50,000, 60,000 in a week, it's not going to be a fun ride. And then you're not going to want to hear, well, it's going to go back up. You can be like, it's not your damn money. You don't care. We all get frustrated when the money's not right. So be mindful of that and pick your prices in advance. You double down on your winners. Dollar cost average is more yep. than just monthly. You can dollar cost average quarterly. It's the same idea, same principle. So you pick you know, a couple of good companies, see which ones you feel more comfortable with, um, which ones are the winners, mm-hmm. and um, keep putting money into it. Or you can come back here every Monday for the crystal ball. <laughs> and and, and, yeah. Absolutely. You still believe in only like a seven or eight percent allocation in terms of crypto during that profit sharing allocation that it should mainly be in like larger, larger winning kind of company positions. It depends on what your risk tolerance is, because everybody says that to the moon and diamond hand shit until they got to put two hundred thousand, then they lose eighty thousand. And knowing that it's going to go, and I'll tell you, if you guys are putting in big size, because I know you guys that, you know, uh, love crypto, jump on me sometimes. Look to buy on Saturday. That may give you your, your edge. If you know nothing else, Saturdays are a good time to buy. You cannot buy on prime days when everything is rocking it up, because if it pulls back 8% yeah. on 200 grand, 300 grand, it's not a good, because you won't even open your other investments at that point. Yeah. 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 My own, my, my, my personal allocation is 10% in crypto. Yeah. <clears throat> For me personally, I have 10% of my um, portfolio in crypto. And once again, what did I tell you today? What was the advice that I gave you? I'm related to this, but. <laughs> which, 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 which bar? When, when you, crypto? No. When you was talking about the, the other business that we had to call somebody for. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> Focus on what pays. Focus on what pays. <laughs> yeah, you, you got to take care of the cash cow. Yeah, focus on what pays. You learn that in the yeah. basics. So, yeah. um, you know, the leaders, the leaders get the most attention. It's like LeBron James gets more attention. The, the star always gets the attention. KCP. You focus yep. on the star players. Um, mm-hmm. And then a bench player can always become a star player. True. Yeah. But, and, until, but until that's earned. Until that's earned. So crypto, Bitcoin, Ethereum, focus on the star players. Yeah, and I put this on Twitter yesterday, yes. and I haven't done it yet. You guys need to do the correlation and somebody needs to look at a chart to correlate the date in which Bitcoin began to go up versus when the market began to crash last year and see if there's a inverse correlation between the rise of Bitcoin versus our actual debt, not the stock market yeah. to see. And then I don't want to go with the Putin thing and all, but. Oh man. Yeah, and Bitcoin has, has slowly Crept back over 40,000. 40, yeah, Elon put out a, a, a tweet uh, simultaneously as, as he was he was saying that the the amount of electricity and waste being made, being used has to be fixed and then they're gonna allow the acceptance of Bitcoin for Tesla. I'm not sure if the cor- there's a correlation there, but- But clean, it, yeah, him and Par Tudor, but even with right. Tesla, like clean energy isn't 100% clean, it's just cleaner, but- 
you know, let me, I, let me just uh, answer a few questions on YouTube that they might be new to appreciate uh, you, Shane, to the show. Or to, Absolutely, thank you, brother. Somebody said, "How do you know when an investment is at an all-time high?" You uh, so if it's a stock, you can see um, what the fifty-two week high is, or you can just look at what their all-time high is on the chart. Mm -hmm. And if if that is the number, you, you won the sweepstakes. <laughs> yeah. um, so that's how you find out if something is all-time high. It's very, very easy to do that. Yeah. Um, and then somebody else said, what is dollar cost averaging? Dollar cost averaging is when you put in a certain amount of money into an investment every single month or every single quarter or on a regular week, basis, you know. a regular every week, whenever. Um, so an example, if you have Apple, you put $1,000 a month into Apple every single month on the 15th, your dollar cost averaging. The reason why it's called dollar cost averaging is because you might buy Apple high, you might buy it low. So you're, you're uh, averaging your buy-in price. And the theory with that is that is a disciplined way of investing. And over the course of time, you'll actually try to, you'll actually do better than most investors that will try to time the market by um, putting a lump sum of money in. As Trap says, time in the market is better than trying to time me, timing the market. Yeah. So those are some- uh, Unless you got the crystal ball and I share with Trap and MG. And <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there you have it. Uh, can we get one more question before we before we wrap? Yeah, yeah. And uh, Ian, they they still holding me to the the, the entry points for those. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, for uh, MGM. Yeah. Twenty seven seventy eight is a decent entry. Um, and if it ever gets back down to twenty one forty one, that would be a low to boat price. What was the other one? Uh, we had. Microsoft, somebody, a bunch of people put Microsoft in it, in the chat, a good entry right, point. Give it, well, low to low price for Microsoft 202.46 is gonna be a while before it goes there, but if it gets there, please write that down. And then 210.43. Um, and then I think you gotta go in the crypto space. I think uh, Doge and um, Shiba, I think. She, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll get y'all that next Monday, cause I wanna. People gotta be careful. I mean, even trying to yeah. buy Shiba is a process. It's an yeah. entire process. So that's not for the faint of heart. And if you're not experienced in the crypto space, don't touch it. Don't touch yeah. that. But for my guy who asked for it on Twitter, I'll, I'll be sure to put it up. But yeah, I, I don't want to. But those, uh, I'll get that price for sure. I like a, a lot of new names in the chat. Let's go with this one. Let's go with this one. Kenya, we coming to you. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. Hey, guys. What's going on, brothers? Everything's hey, how good. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm really happy to be here. I get it. You guys are going to call on me. I'm all laid up just listening, writing in my notes on wall mine, looking at different tickers. <laughs> doing the work, doing the work. I love it. I love that. Yeah, I really am. Um, so I had a question. I'm like 10 out of 12 now on your lessons in the investment category on EYL. I wanted to know, do you need to contribute a minimum of 6000 to your Roth IRA to receive a tax break? And if I do what is a good like low cost index fund that I should add? I have an S&P, I have um, a water commodity foe, and then I have QQQ, but I was looking to do like at least three more, especially because Ian, you just said like six minimum or maximum. Yes, six maximum. Yeah, you have, you have a um a great voice. Yeah, like, I'm like, are you on a microphone? Yeah, she got a radio voice. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. we called up the station. Hey, <laughs> how you doing, Kenya? <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. Uh, okay, 
Um, yeah, so she, she topped my meditation voice. Like, <laughs> <laughs> sure. I got to do a duet version. Yeah, sure. I'm thinking the duet is, is yeah, affirmations. We got to do those ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. Let's do it. Impeccable. Um, so yeah, I mean, you could put six thousand dollars in and you get the maximum tax deduction if you are under a certain income limit. And um, so the IRA, a lot of times people don't know the full rules for IRAs. We actually taught a class on this at UIL University. But um, so if you if your job does not have a retirement plan or does not have a 401k, then it doesn't matter how much money you make. Mm-hmm. You can contribute $6,000 into the IRA and you get the full tax break of $6,000. It lowers your taxable income. It's not necessarily a tax deduction, it, but it lowers your taxable income. It's tricky. A tax deduction is like dollar for dollar. So what happens is that if you make $100,000 and you put $5,000 into an IRA, you're taxed on $95,000. Mm. So that actual savings might actually equal like $1,000 on your taxes. Mm. So, but neither here nor there. Yeah, um, you can, you can uh, put the $6,000 into an IRA and you get a tax break. Um, now, if your job offers a 401k, then you have to yeah. see how much how much money you make. We'll put the chart. We'll put the chart on EYL University on, on the Facebook page because it's like different tiers of. Uh, but you can just Google it. You can just go to IRS website and Google um, the phase out. It's a phase out period to see if you qualify for the break or not. Um, and then, as far as what investments you can invest in, I'll let everybody chime in with that. But um, I think you, did you say you're already in the S and P 500? Yeah. So you was looking for more like ETF index funds type investment? Uh, for my, I have a, um, so I got the Roth. I have a custodial for my son and then I have my personal. Um, and I wanted it for myself and him too. Yeah. So, I mean, the S&P 500 is, is a great one. And then, you know, depending on what, you know, you feel comfortable in as far as sectors, if you want to go to the uh, ETF route, we've talked about a few today. Yeah. Uh, XLY is the consumer yeah. discretionary one. That's a good one. XLK is the um, technology one. Um, XLF is the financial one. QQQ is more broad range technology. technology yep. yeah. um, SMH is something I've been very bullish on. That's more specific Ooh. just towards chip stocks. Um, and then of course you have the ARC family which uh, they was under some pressure, but they're coming back. ARKK is a, is a ETF that I'm personally invested in. That is the ARK Innovation Fund. Mm-hmm. Um, Tesla's in there, mm-hmm. a few other yeah. uh, heavyweight. Vanguard is VGT, it's comparable, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, that's, that's, that's a handful right there. You can kind of just, you know, I guess sort through that and see what, you know, what you like. I, I, I just love hearing it. You got the 401k. You got the, the custodial plan. You're doing it. Shout out no, to you. Brother. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to y'all. I appreciate you, brother, so much. And Janet, she knows how much I love her. <laughs> I was just on um, the orientation last Saturday and it was really good. So you guys are doing amazing. Keep going. Thank you. Beyonce, if they do Lion King 3, please talk to <laughs> voiceover for Nala. Somebody. I'm just chilling. I'm just laying down. I swear. No, if, I, I don't know. If that's the computer mic, that's an incredible. You, you Are you on a microphone right now? I'm on my laptop. Wow. Where are you from? Yeah. I'm from Crown Heights. I'm from Brooklyn. 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 Oh, we got something special okay. for Brooklyn. Okay. Yeah, we you got to pull up on us. It is affirmation about the rights is down right now. <laughs> <laughs> Can you email, please? <laughs> I do not fear. I do not worry about trace. I bet on you do it. Yeah. Yeah, you have it. Kenya, appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, she muted herself. 
Yeah. She meant well. Oh, you're welcome. You know you're welcome. <laughs> there you go. All right. Have a good day. Yeah, I need that red panda tag and everything. <laughs> email me, please. Drop the email in. Email. Yeah. <laughs> it's that Maybach music. Yeah. Um. All right, ladies, gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. Um. We didn't do earnings report. Yeah, I did. I did. did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Great, great show today. Hopefully, you guys um learned a few things and more importantly hopefully you you um execute and uh teach others what you have learned and and make some money for yourself that's the whole point we appreciate you guys support if you would uh like the video on youtube that would be yes. um greatly appreciated if you would subscribe to market mondays on podcast outlets leave a five star rating and leave a review mm-hmm. that would also be greatly appreciated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do that on, on all the entire network. So every day there's a podcast. Shout out to Sleeper Suckers. Sleeper Suckers drops Monday. Uh, we got Rants and Gems to, uh, Wednesday. We Obviously Tuesday is Earn Your Leisure Day. And then on Thursday we got Inside the Vote with Ash Cash. Uh, so make sure you check Sunday, it out. And Sunday we got Inner Wealth. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Friday mm-hmm. we got we got our boy Casanova Brooks. So Daily every Cox. day is something. So subscribe, like, comment, give feedback. Uh, get more, how we yeah. can get better. And run up, you got something to learn every day from all these amazing people. Yeah. I don't endorse nobody like that unless I love them. Everybody killing. The Inner Wealth Podcast, underrated too. Yeah, Yo, that's a yeah. very, very important. Go check that out. Very, yeah. very important. Dave and Elizabeth are different. They different talk, level, they talk about a lot of important, um, not getting enough sleep, not eating right, mental health. I said, thank God that you're even alive every day. The way you treat your body, it's yeah. It, it, that podcast is is uh, it's very, a strong one. It's very, a very strong, very one. powerful uh, yeah. podcast. So shout out to them. And uh, yes, earn your leisure. Um, we are on the move. <laughs> Again, um, yes, <laughs> we will be back in Atlanta. Should probably just move down there at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, yeah. you gonna copy me? <laughs> so yeah, we'll be back and we'll be back in town shout out to the circle of ceos they having an event so i'm gonna go show my my support for the for the bros they've all been on earn your leisure every one of them they're all eyl alumni mm-hmm. um and they and bigger than that they're good dudes um marcus really good guy alex uh mr two weeks out Mm-hmm. Um, Neo, Neo, Just, Justin, good guys. Good we guys. we gotta we gotta add uh, her five hundred and Mrs. Two Weeks Out as well. Shout out to them. I yeah. know they're not part of the circle, but they part of the circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Collaboration over competition. Big facts. Absolutely, Th- that is the way. Y'all gotta get Mark and Mondays to number one, so I can drop the stop club for y'all for free. Hey, I'll be playing. There's nothing. There's there's nothing that that makes us more proud than when we we go to those those up. Uh, Podcast charts and we see EYL network up there four or five times. So run that up, y'all. Let's 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 take that over. Steve Style interview. I'm in cut that Steve Style, Rick Ross. Man, those are two of like people don't understand how important Steve is. Like I'm trying to give an analogy, but for black culture, man, he's like our Steve Jobs. Like he got corporate America to take us serious. Yeah, yeah. One thousand percent. Like and shoot out kudos to everybody at Burrell. Like, you know, all my ad folks. But what Steve was able to do, how to blend hip hop at a time where it wasn't even cool to even be black, let alone urban. Like in AI, my favorite player, the real AI. Uh, <laughs> man, like 
what he did was so like he for us he is steve jobs in terms of the advertising space translation is huge too like that does not get talked about enough the stuff that he's done and ideas that he brought to the table and getting deals and of course you know helping out so go watch the interview again that Rick Ross interview like I know the Baron won't gonna be fired because Baron is very intelligent and underrated no one that's a that's a fine one shout out to United Masters too shout out to our boys over United Masters man they they always show love shout out to the good folks every every uh episode the Chan of America is up there Chan of America that's a slept on book man it's it's a great book so like to sit down with him to even talk about the what he had wrote in the book and see how important it was to him. That was a moment. That was definitely a moment. And why we yeah. talking about moment? We got a uh, last week we missed Ye's birthday, and so we got the we got the albums up today for Ye. We got the kicks up there for Ye, and we got my boy. Uh, you got him on your feet. Yeah, for sure. Shout out to my guy Greg, man. Yeah. Yourself, <laughs> what up? And on another note, like go watch that Zane's little interview with Kanye. Kanye is a master manifester. Like to be from the Midwest. Kanye was not popular like when he was doing beats and you know goes to producing for D Dot and all that. Like to see what he became from where he was, like man, if you guys don't believe manifestation is real, for anybody who's from Chicago, East Chicago, Gary, East St. Louis, like you know, it was a hundred producers that was probably more popular than Kanye and then become this pop icon, like <sighs> set your sights high. Um Keep good people around you, execute like crazy, but believe in yourself even if no one does. Like incredible stuff is popping, uh, possible. And even when I used to hear stuff like that, I'm like, oh no, trust me. Everything that I manifested that was bad, I said and thought first and everything that good became, um, I said. So trust me, manifestation is real. Yeah, shout out to um, Kanye West, man. Uh, True inspiration for us. Shout out to Snow Allegra. Hey. <laughs> album, and I really like her music, man. I really she's on album. Why you start laughing? Her album is coming out. How is it ready? She got an album coming out. Oh my god! I think it comes out this week. <laughs> you, you and Yosef about to Yo, do it. I mean, July 9th, Snow Legger's new album will be out. Hey, listen, Snow. Just asking for a friend. Are nah, you I like that album. <laughs> Manifestation is real. <laughs> Perfect. 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 You about to get into it. Oh man, <laughs> that is hilarious. Yo, yeah, that album, July night. Uh, shout out to Rock Nation, <laughs> Gary B. Please, we need a favor. Shout out to Sherry. Shout out to Sherry, <laughs> man. Um, all right, man. Make sure you guys check us out. Tomorrow, my boy B Diddy and I actually uh made that shot. I was under a lot yes, of pressure. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. did make. The I was shot. under a lot of pressure. But uh, shout out to B Diddy, man, and uh, make sure y'all check us out. EYL University. We got the legal club. We Hello. Got, we got uh our our conversation investment group chat conversation on Wednesday and mm-hmm. MG the mortgage guy on Thursday. So yeah. uh, yes, that's it, man. Uh, yeah. Troy, what do you have to say? Yo, shout out to all of the students in the the world shout out to all the students because i know we're wrapping up the school year but y'all have gone through something that was a tremendous feat and y'all came out of it successful shout out to everybody that's graduating shout out to all the educators and everybody that works inside of the educational field that has really poured their entire life into this year i know it was difficult uh but y'all made it and summer vacation is right here so shout out to y'all i'm always thinking of y'all i am y'all love that's it ian 
Um, shout out to everybody at Rap Snacks. Ooh, we need to get a EYL chips. I need like a red panda healthy kale chip bag with some cheddar cheese on it. Um, I, I hope you guys enjoyed tonight's show. If I dropped 81 for you, let me know. Um, I hope it helps you on your journey. Stay focused. Tell my family, friends, love y'all dearly. Everybody in Red Panda, I love y'all with all my damn heart. Um, and thank you to y'all. Like, I appreciate this. Like, it's uh, it's fun. Every week it's getting fun and being able to impact people and uh, touch some lives. So um, that's the stock club call at nine o'clock. But execute, that's the most important thing. And I know some of you be like, hey, can you make a free version of stock? Club? Market Monday, like stock club. Alpha, everybody, sniper. Tell them I do not make slides and do all this for y'all. You, I'm literally telling you, like, if I charge for Market Mondays and all the work that we do, I'll it'll be a hundred out the gate. You know, I'm playing with the prices. Every single week, like (laughs) this is the. It takes me six days to prepare my part for Market Mondays, and I give it for free. Stock club members and Alpha tell you like he don't he don't make videos like this for us. Man. In that room trading call out spots, but no. So I, I love y'all and I appreciate y'all so much for all of you that I made money. Um, I appreciate you. Teach this to your family so it can be passed on for generations after generation. So yeah, wow. Well, yo, are you are you th- that's the the pink Crayola marker you got right there? Yeah, a little sharpie. You know, add a little color to it. So when I do the notes. <laughs> It's not as bland, you know. I, I had to I had to write the. E- I got to send her an email. Somebody put it in the EYL chat. Uh, if I write a book and she did the voiceover, they'll buy it. So I'm like, yeah, sometimes you have to listen to the ideas and get the feedback. Shout out to my voice. Shout out to Kenya. BK. Very soothing, very soothing voice. Can yeah. you? I'm glad you got on, but man, Mike, Janet, me, and Rashad about to. Hey, dude, this drop for me. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You know what? You know what would be a good idea? Like if, if Kenya did like children's books and it was like the audio version that the kids could listen mm-hmm. before they went to sleep. You low key should get on Fiverr for real though. No, no joke. Like, and begin doing your work. And if you make, well, we'll talk. We'll, we'll talk. Yeah. <laughs> Backdrop. <laughs> Yo, love is love, oh, y'all. Oh, actually, oh, before, you um, did you ask her to put a cash app on um, Velda? Oh, Velda. Yeah, Velda, yeah, Velda. Velda. If you have your, your uh, cash put app, your, please. Put your put, cash app in the in the chat, please, because we don't, um, Janet asked for the cash app. So if you're still on here, please put your cash yeah. app, Velda. <laughs> I see about to scream through the, the computer like, I'm here. I'm putting it in. Okay. Thank you, I Velda. You. Thank you. <laughs> Janet, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> I just said you was going to screen through. Perfect time. Yeah. Yeah. There, there it goes, Janet. Janet, you got it. She she put it in there. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate. I got it, it too. All right, guys. Love y'all. Love is love. I'm gonna take your line. <laughs> That's a fact. Love y'all See you guys tom- tomorrow. Peace. 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 Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, 
planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.